for the blues. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said If Pandora's box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, and have you ever started your day just kind of slow and sad? Sad. Sad. Since when did you cook breakfast for Lieutenant Paul and ruined Mirador? This leaves on life can tie you down so precious that's right it's early in the morning you've got a jagged crown and what about ruined mirador and what am i talking about i don't know that was the associates and that was a song called breakfast but breakfast can be a happy thing no honestly there are some parts of the world in fact where they're eating it i think they're in the middle of the atlantic ocean in fact but something has happened in ann arbor a neighborhood breakfast that got real, real big and then started to have other crazy ideas and to create more things out of it. It's called Selma Fridays, and they're doing some really interesting stuff this weekend. People from Ann Arbor going to Detroit, doing new things. Let's take a moment here. I spoke this morning to some of the folks involved with Selma Fridays. Let's find out what it's all about, shall we? Let's just uh, go right in. Nice. Okay, try this and see what you think. You pulled it off, honey. It's three layer. Well, I told you, baby. You I did it. I got the stuff. People cooking stuff in Ann Arbor and talking about what they do every week. Well, hello, Lisa Gottlieb. Hi, Mike Perini. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. So you have something very interesting going on on the west side, which began as a community breakfast and has grown to a whole lot of people and got some interesting attention <laughs> and has now evolved. Can you tell us something about SELMA? Sure. SELMA um, stands for the Sewell Eberwhite Liberty Madison Affiliation, which started out as a neighborhood group in our neighborhood on the west side. And uh, February 20th, we had our first community breakfast. It was Jeff's birthday, and we decided to get some people together to cook up some food and invite some friends and people from the food community over. And um, it was a big success. It was really fun. We had a lot of volunteer support. And we decided we would keep it going every week as long as we had the community and volunteer support to do it. And since um, February, that's what we've had. And so every week we have a breakfast salon in our house. It's a fundraising breakfast to support uh all our local food initiatives that have to do with connecting small farms and local farms and food producers with people in the community. You know, it's a financial mission as well as raising money for um, hoop house builds that we're doing. And Jeff can probably talk about the hoop houses. Yeah, uh, Jeff McCabe, also of Selma. So tell us all about the hoop houses. Now, first of all, a hoop house is similar to a greenhouse, basically? 
Sure. Um, I think hoop house is just um, distinguished from greenhouse uh, as the common term that's used uh, because a lot of people associate greenhouses with heated spaces, with artificial lighting that are used to grow things really out of season, uh, things that wouldn't grow in an area. Um, and so hoop houses um, are just very simple, rudimentary structures that are there to protect uh, crops from snow, from wind in the wintertime, so that uh, without anything but sun, you can uh, grow food year-round in this northern climate we have. So they're a really um, pioneering method, uh, a way that people can can uh, source food you know, from our own region year-round. And uh, the thing I discovered in starting to grow, you know, we built a hoop house last year and started to grow in one. And what's really cool is it isn't just a season extender, but I figured, you know, I, I found through this process that it's really kind of creates new seasons that didn't exist in Michigan. So that spinach, which was always really hard to grow in the springtime, because as it would warm up, it would bolt, just thrives in the middle of winter because it loves that cool weather. So it's a really um, amazing way to, to source food in this area. So in a really natural way. Yeah, yeah, you know, let's like drop the carbon footprint a little bit. Let's instead of bringing the stuff across from California, you know, let's let's grow it ourselves. Let's um, you know, do it with uh, no, you know, carbon inputs uh, of power. Um, let's, you know, grow it all around town and and bicycle it into the co-op and, you know, just keep the footprint down. Um both in the transportation and just the economic development we can have in our own area instead of sourcing that out to other places that have traditionally fed us. Well, one thing I wanted to add that I think is really exciting about having hoop houses available to us, especially in, in relationship to our Selma breakfast, one of the fundamental parts of our breakfast is that we are only serving food that is local and seasonal. And so... You know, before we had the hoop house, if it was the middle of February, we would be really limited on what kind of vegetables or greens or growing things we could serve at breakfast. And now that we have the hoop house, we have these other crops available to us to use. So that is one of the guiding forces of Selma is that the food is all sourced locally from local farmers, local dairies, um, local uh, mills. Uh, we use local eggs and that sort of thing, um, and then using the hoop house to support that mission. So the guest chefs who come in and cook for us plan their menu about what is available at the farmer's market, what's available in the hoop house, and, and that's um, I love that part of it. It's a really fun cooking challenge, and it educates people about what it means to use the bounty of the season. It's great. I, I just can't really talk about hoop houses without kind of throwing out, you know, some shouts, these people that have really done some pioneering work in the hoop houses. So like from Elliot Coleman out in Maine, who has Four Seasons Farm, who's done, written some books on this and have helped people get started to the MSU Student Organic Farm, where they have probably 10 hoop houses up there and a year round CSA program where they're feeding people 120 people or something year round CSA um, people in our area. Uh, Shannon Brines, Brines Farms, has three hoop houses, well, <laughs> on his way between one and three hoop houses that he's been coming to Ann Arbor's Farmer's Market year-round for the last two winters, you know, with food for this area. So we didn't think this stuff up. We didn't invent it. We just thought it sounded like a really good way to feed ourselves. And we, you know, see that as a, something that um, we want to continue to promote. And, and um, so, yeah, we're uh, on sat this Saturday 
going to be going into Detroit. We're going to be on Rosa Parks, 2913 Rosa Parks at uh, the home of Greg Willerer, who has Brother Nature Produce. He grows food right now for the Eastern Market and for restaurants um, in Detroit. He has a, an eight-month-a-year uh, 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 U-pick for his neighbors so that people in his neighborhood who don't have access to great grocery stores and stuff can come right to his farm and pick food for you know maybe half the price of what he would even sell it at market so they can get affordable food. And with this hoop, he, he thinks that he can have a 12-month U-pick operation for his neighbors. So we're just really happy to be part of that and, and just going to go down, do this with all volunteers, it's a microcredit system where he's going to use this hoop to generate food, pay back the loan so some other farmer can, can get another loan in the future and uh, continue to grow food. And it's going to be like a barn raising, basically, where we do it all in one day, that a whole bunch of people come together, make this thing happen, and have a big feast and, have, and a big fun time. Hi, it's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We're hearing about Selma Fridays and what they're doing with hoop houses in Ann Arbor and Detroit. And I do want to say that this recording that I made, I want to apologize, was rather quiet. So what I'm going to do now is I have some special instructions for you. Got to do it, you know. I'm going to start talking a little bit louder so I can play a little bit of music at normal volume, okay? Normal volume. Okay, here we go. Getting a little louder. So here we go. Back to normal volume. And we're going to hear again from uh, Lisa and Jeff in just a moment in a very, very quiet zone. But in the meantime, now that the volume is up, we can go ahead now and play this tune, which has the word honey in the title, thus making it a food song, and this is a food show. This is Keep On Loving Me, Honey. Keep on loving me, honey. Keep on loving me true. Baby, I'm gonna love you no matter what you do. For so long I depended on nothing but you. So don't you take your love, don't take it away from me.
Thank you. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. And that is Keep On Loving Me, Honey. And it is a song about beautiful Detroit. And we're talking about Selma in Ann Arbor, creating beautiful things in Detroit and Ann Arbor, such as hoop houses. And once again, here's the instructional... uh, Let me pull out the instructional uh, video here on... It's not a video, it's a piece of paper. On how to listen to this show. Today's show is about average volume now, but we're going to get really, really quiet because I made this great recording of the folks from Selma Cafe really, really quietly. So if you follow my instructions here now, I'm going to start talking quieter and quieter. Now start turning down your radio, turning it down, turning down the volume, quieter, quieter. I'm sorry, I meant to say turning it up. (laughs) I'm good at this. Turn up the volume on your radio. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I'm going to get quieter and quieter, which is what I meant in the first place. I'm getting quieter and quieter. And right, turn the volume up so this is good for you. Turn the volume up so you can hear this just fine. Well, very good. Now we're going to (laughs) go... This is ridiculous. But it's ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous because this is a really, really interesting thing that's happening in Ann Arbor. We're going to talk a little bit more about Selma and what they're doing. Here we go. Selma grew very successful in the neighborhood with great food and great conversations and got some great attention, I would say, from people who didn't really understand what was going on. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, um, the, the county got wind of us at one point and, and wondered what we were up to over here. And so I think we had a great conversation with them over the course of a few weeks. Um, and you know, we were able to communicate what it was that our mission was, and they were able to communicate to us what we needed to do to be um, uh, in compliance with uh, their rules. And so it just, uh, you know, I think it, it, it's real obvious that they have a role to play in regulating restaurants and that they're not interested in things like uh, lemonade stands and, and bake sales. And so, you know, we're in the middle there someplace. We're kind of shaking it up in this way that I don't think people have really done much. I, don't, I, I haven't seen a model of someone who's opened up their home to do something of this scale on a regular basis, you know, with 80 to 100 people, 100, 120 people showing up for breakfast. Um, so, you know, we had to kind of work out what that was, and it was really great. I think we've established a model where by doing it in a way that complies with their concerns, um, we're able to do something that's raising, um, you know, significant money to, to do infrastructure improvements in the community. So um, we're really happy to have got to this this point of uh, equilibrium with them. And you can then expand to build a hoop house in Detroit. Yeah, and then we're, you know, we've actually raised um, about fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars at this point. So we're able to, to build two hoops this fall. Um, we have to get them. It's been a little bit of a rush project to get these things in the ground. We're going to build them both in August because the planning schedule is so important for hoop houses. You need to get the stuff in the ground um, in August, September, October, staggered over a period of a few weeks so that um, the stuff is basically at or just before maturity in that kind of uh, dead zone of of, uh, December and January where um, it won't really grow during those months. But if you plant it just at the right times, you can harvest through those months. So you really can harvest food every every week of the year. So we're going to build another one up on Joy Road. or just In Ann Arbor? Yeah, in Ann Arbor. So that will be August 15th. That's going to be for uh, Tom Becker, who's moving to town from the, the uh, MSU Student Organic Farm, where he has great experience up there. He's starting his own farm. He leased 16 acres. 
He's calling it Sunseed Farm, and uh, so we'll be putting up his first hoop for him there, a 30 by 96, 3,000 square foot hoop uh, on August 15th. And uh, can people get involved in this uh, hoop house August 15th? No, absolutely. Um, uh, our website is repastspresentandfuture.org, so repasts, like meals, R-E-P-A-S-T-S, presentandfuture.org. There's information there. You can get a hold of us there. We're... Um, we have a lot of people volunteered to do this already, but we're always looking for more. The idea is to, in all of these events, build community, find the people that want to learn, you know, help them figure out uh, how to get involved with it. We're going to be building more hoops in the future, so we're going to, you know, be looking for people who want to be doing this to help them and, you know, helping other people learn uh, how it's done. Also, you can go to that website for information about our Friday mornings at Selma Breakfast. There's links to contact us um, and find out more about what we're doing. Anything else? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, Just really glad to um, be able to share this. Uh, We're looking for all kinds of other people who are uh, looking to do similar models in town and out of town. We want to be helpful sharing our home for this kind of stuff and also just sharing this model. We, The website is really designed uh, to model what we think is important in um, building these communities. So all of our financials are on the website, our, our mission. We're, we're hoping that um, the way we're approaching this is helpful to others and that, that the organizations we want to support, you know, we're hoping they also kind of pick up on this model to make it really clear. What is their mission? What is their financial structure to get this done? So everybody can figure out if they think it's a model that works and and can easily get on board or, you know, take their energy somewhere else. One thing I'd like to mention is in part of the way we solved this um, problem with the county was creating a formal affiliation with a nonprofit organization. In this case, we are creating a formal affiliation with Slow Food Huron Valley. So I want to give a shout out to them and encourage people to go to the Slow Food Huron Valley website and check out the great things they're doing, really fun events. Um, they're supporting um, the Homegrown Festival September 12th in the evening at um, the Ann Arbor Farmers Market. And it's going to be a really great event with lots of local vendors, um, wonderful food, a beer and wine tent, lots of great activities, music. So we'd really encourage people to to really support all the local food initiatives going on in town. My guess is right now, it's hard to pin this down, but my guess is that people in Washtenaw County eat food, eat less than 1% of the food that they eat is comes from Washtenaw County. And I think that we can do better than that. I think that we can find ways to support our neighbors, our farmers, you know, by buying food from them, and we can create the markets and systems it takes to do that. And so uh, I think we have a long ways to go, and it's really fun to imagine it. You can tell just from this conversation, Mike, how much we love to talk about this stuff. But I want to really make it clear that as much as you know, we open our house every week. This would not happen if it weren't for the core group of volunteers who come back and new volunteers as well who come to breakfast and say, I want to be involved. I think people are really hungry for this kind of experience, community coming together to share food that isn't corporate food. This is food that is lovingly made by friends and community. And there's no way we could do this every week if it wasn't for the people who show up and help us do it. Thank you very much, Jeff and Lisa. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. It's Thanks, been a pleasure. Mike. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun.
And this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Again, we're in a very quiet place. The volume is very, very low on your radio. Actually, your volume on your radio is very high, and I'm speaking in a very low low volume. So I'm going to start. Now, follow me. This is like being on Romper Room, okay? Only not as dangerous. Now, I want you to start turning your radio down as I speak louder and louder, or maybe you get used to this, louder and louder and louder. There we are. See, I recorded that really great interview rather quietly, but now we are back up to normal volume, and that means I can hit this button and do this because we've been talking about a hoop house they're building in Detroit. You can read about that at Repasts Present and Future, Repasts Present and Future.org. Read all about that. Speaking of Detroit, how about the Supremes? How about the Supremes without Diana Ross singing, but just singing in the background? How about the Supremes with Florence Ballard singing a song called Buttered Popcorn? What about this then? My baby like- When I ask him what's happening in the world today, he says, more butter, more butter, more butter. That's my kind of guy. If you're like him, that's probably why you're listening to this show. Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. This has been Mike. Thank you for doing that. 
And I want to just take a moment to tell you a little bit about a story about a little bit about me. I took a trip to Detroit. That's really what I'm trying to say. But I had a recent trip to Detroit, and there was food involved in it. I went to the Concert of Colors, where Aaron Neville was performing. He did a wonderful version of the Mickey Mouse theme. No kidding, at the end of the show. And outside of the building, the Max M. Fisher Music Center, was a fellow by the name of, oh, was la- good, went by the last name of Spaghetti. Was it Tommy Spaghetti? For goodness sake, I can't remember. But a fellow by the last name of Spaghetti who was a rodeo clown playing Johnny Cash tunes with an accordion. One piece at a time, he did it. Ring of Fire, he did it. He was a rodeo clown playing the accordion. So I was digging that, and a fellow next to him told me that He's a cook. He's a cook in Detroit, and he works at a place called Dr. Bob's, and he makes really great food, and you should check it out. So I ripped on the name Dr. Bob's, and I I vowed the next day, Monday, that I would go to Detroit and check out Dr. Bob's along with the Motown Museum, speaking of buttered popcorn and the Supremes and stuff. So I went to the Motown Museum. That was wonderful. And then I went looking for Dr. Bob's, and there was no such thing. But I had decided another plan I was going to go to, actually a cemetery where some of the great Motown people were buried, just to pay my respects. And along the way, what do I find? Something that says innate chiropractic. Innate chiropractic and Golden Gate Cafe. And the guy said it was a chiropractic place and a restaurant called Dr. Bob's, but actually it was not called Dr. Bob's but it was called Innate Chiropractic and Golden Gate Cafe. I happened to run across it. I pulled in, and there was Mr. Spaghetti making some great food. So that was an incredible coincidence. Also along the way, this is on Woodward. Um, Between Golden Gate Avenue on Woodward and Seven Mile Avenue, I happened, actually it's south of Seven Mile, but that's the general area anyway. I happened to run into a wonderful mural that was behind some kind of quick lube type place, Just out of nowhere, just random, I pulled the wrong way down a one-way street and found this mural that featured wonderful images of Mahalia Jackson and Coleman Young, younger, older, and then oldest, and Barack Obama, one image of Barack Obama and Martin Luther King in between an image of Jesus with a red, white, and blue banner over his head. Folk, a folk mural. I love folk murals. It was a wonderful thing to discover. A fellow named Fred who has a snow removal and cement service in Detroit, has this mural. It is behind a quick lube place that is south of Seven Mile Road on Woodward Avenue. And this is just one of the many coincidences I discovered in Detroit that day. I just wanted to share all of that with you. And I found myself meeting some really cool people, really friendly people. And in fact, coincidences continued at the restaurant, the Innate Chiropractic and Cafe and Golden Gate Cafe. I met a woman who was talking about something called African Town, which is a wonderful Heidelberg project-like huge house with beautiful artwork all over it, pieces of glass, folk art, all kinds of stuff. And she said, well, my church is right across from there. Why don't you follow me there? I'll show you where it is. So I drove like three or four miles behind her, and she showed me exactly where it is. Lots of nice people in Detroit, and I'm really happy to have met them. Well, there you go. Now we're back to normal volume and everything's going to be okay. Face the Music is next. I've been Mike. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. It's almost 7 o'clock. It's WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor. No matter how you slice it, let's go out with something that plants and hoop houses could really use a sun shower. Yes. Here is Dr. Buzzards or Bazards, depending on your taste. Taste. Original Savannah Band. That's, again, Dr. Bazards, Original Savannah Band. This is Sun Shower, and this is WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor.
7 o'clock. Actually, it's a minute past 7. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3. Good evening, and welcome to Face the Music. 